Welcome to the Hope United Church Podcast. We are one church with two locations. For video live streams of our services and more information, please visit www.hopeunited.org.uk. Matthew 13, verse 29, New King James, I'm going to read for you. On the same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea, and a great multitude were gathered together to him, so that he got into a boat and sat. And the whole, there's a whole message in that scripture alone, just that wee bit alone, why Jesus left a man-made, why Jesus left the earth that God made to stand in a man-made thing to preach to people back into a God-made thing. That's a message in itself there, but we're not talking about that. Uh, and great multitudes were gathered together to him so that he got into a boat and sat and the whole multitude stood on the shore. Then he spoke many things to them in parables saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow. As he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside and birds came and devoured them. Some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, They were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away, and some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them, but others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. Just do that now. Just to to make sure you've got them. (laughs) The message title is called Don't Tamper with the Seed. Don't tamper with the seed. Uh, Notice here that the sower, this being Jesus, or them, or us who share the word of God, the seed being the word of God, uh, the sower being us and Jesus, or anybody who speaks the word of God, that there is absolutely no messing with the seed. At all. Now that's rare in church these days. Because we are not happy how the seed looks. So we change the seed. Let me just say for the offset here. Some of you have had amazing soil. Soil is your heart, just to let you know. Your heart is the soil. Some of you have had amazing, you've got an amazing heart and amazing soil. You just had a terrible seed. And the, the thing that's happened to your life, and it'll almost be instant as you flower and grow and grow massively and very quickly, is that you've always had great soil. You've just had terrible seed. The word's just been terrible. It's been getting spoken into your life. It's not been, it's been contaminated. It's not been right. It's getting spoken into your life. And some of you have had amazing soil and then you just come into this environment. Seriously, you just come into an environment and the undiluted word of God's getting spoken. You just absolutely explode with growth and amazing because the soil was already brilliant. Yeah. Uh, But here there is no messing with the seed. There is no tampering with the seed. The seed doesn't get a makeover, nor does it get disguised as something else to suit the soil, meaning the heart, or to tease the soil, or to make the soil find it more acceptable. The seed is not John Frieder conditioner. (laughs) Or whatever conditioner you use. And if you're a man, we just don't use any, ever. (laughs) James doesn't use shampoo either. <laughs> or they don't, they don't use shampoo or conditioner. Men just don't. We just use whatever we wash on. Am I right? That's how our hair's... <laughs> <laughs> the, way it, 
You don't use conditioners. Conditioners to soften you and it softens your hair and it makes it manageable. <laughs> Brings back the natural colours. The, the, the seed, the word that this, this is not a conditioner. This is not a conditioner. This has got nothing to do with softening the soil. This is only to reveal the soil alone. Now that might be the first time you've ever heard that. I thought the word of God was here to soften me. No, it's not. The Holy Spirit and the scriptures to show it. Not one scripture in the Bible. Not one scripture in the Bible is about softening your heart. The Holy Spirit has to do that. He has to reveal himself to you and come into your life and reveal himself to you as a Holy Spirit and then he will decide that. That's why you would need to pray to have a better heart. That's why we need to pray to get our heart right. No, that we would be softened, that we would not have a heart of stone and a heart of flesh. That that would happen. That comes through the Holy Spirit. No, this. This only reveals it. It only reveals the type of heart you've got and then and then and then it grows. It grows that accordingly. Uh, the seed is no a conditioner to soften the soil. Here's the problem we seek a friendly church. We look at the soil. Jesus never looked at the soil, he just went out. There you go. Just went where it went. Oh, hold on, that's tough ground here. Wait a I go and have a wee chat there. We know you're not right. Wait till I tell you. are amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. Amazing. Are you any softer yet? Right, I know I'll put the seed in. Wow. And what happens is we contaminate the seed. There's nothing wrong with the seed. There's nothing wrong with the word of God. Nothing, 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 nothing. It doesn't matter whether you put this in a Gucci bag. (laughs) It won't make it taste. It'll taste how it tastes. The problem is, is the minute that you start tampering with something that's perfect, people then don't grow the way they should grow. They just don't grow right. The word's perfect. It's totally perfect as it is. The minute we start to mess with it, God's intention, God's intentionality is now messed up. The result's greatly messed up. The seed's job is to produce fruit. That's what it says. This is the seed. Its job is to produce fruit. So, when Jesus is talking about this message, it's a real evangelist message. He wants to want souls. But the seed's job is to produce fruit. That's why the sower, that's what he sowed. He sowed fruit seeds. That's what he sowed. Didn't he sow any other seed? Didn't he sow approval seeds? Did not sow that. Didn't he sow your special seeds, your accepted seeds, your wonderful seeds? Didn't he sow any of them? He he sowed fruit seeds. 
What's fruit seeds? This is, this, is, this is what fruit seeds produce. It produces this kind of fruit. This is the fruit it produces. Galatians 5, 22 to 23, Apostle Paul wrote to the church in Galatia, and this is what he was saying. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering. Yeah. Some people have no coping skills. You have no coping. <laughs> That's a soil problem. It's not a seed problem. Long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That is what the word will do when it grows in good, fertile soil. That's what it'll do. It'll produce love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's what this will do in good soil. Same seed in different soil. Different result. No result. But don't, see what happens is in church, I've seen it for years, is is we change the seed because some people are not growing. Listen, see if we feed the undiluted word of God to people's life and some people are growing and some people aren't, it's it's not the seed. I'm not getting anything out of that. I'm just not getting anything out of that. It's not, well, there's two ways of looking at it. Either the seed's corrupted that's getting fed to you or there's something wrong with your soil. That's it. Mm-hmm. Nothing more, nothing less. That's what the word of God will do. It will grow fruit yeah. in fertile soil. Often we have turned fruit into uh, a seedy soil. In fact, what we've done is we've made the fruit the seed. Yeah. Wait, I'll explain here what that means. We've made the fruit the seed. So we sow gentleness into people's life. Wow. Yeah. That's, wow. that's the fruit. You can't yeah. sow fruit. It's seeds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I better be dead yet. I better make sure that they're all right and they're okay and because I'm wondering and psychoanalyzing them and I'm seeing where they're at and I want to know where they're at in life and I want to make them feel good so they'll come back for more. And we sow the wrong thing into their life because you end up needing that, mirroring that all the time. If I give them enough stuff, their hearts will soften. That's what we think. If I give them enough stuff, their hearts will soften. It doesn't soften. It just gives them a different God. Some people have fed other people money to get love, thinking they would love them back. They don't love them back. Do you know what they've done? They've, they, they, they've turned them into loving money. Crazy. So we give people financial because we want to be loved. We want to be accepted. We give people gifts. This is what people have seen it. We give people gifts and we give them money and we give them this stuff and we give them this stuff. And that's the seed that we're getting into their life. Thinking they're going to feel love from that. And they're going to feel acceptance from that. And then they'll love us back. It's really about self-worship, really, when you think about it. It's a need to be worshipped yourself. And then what happens is, then we, then we, then we can't cope when they, didn't, they fell in love with the God that we fed them. Hear me here. Some of us are feeding that, and then what you fed them is what they fell in love with. So if you feed them money, they'll fall in love with money. Yeah. They won't fall in love with you. They'll fall in love with what you gave them. Yeah. They'll eventually leave you, probably. Yeah. And you'll be left on your knees thinking, why did they not love me? Yeah. Well, you shouldn't have tried to buy their love. Yeah. No. It wasn't you they were interested in. 
Solomon done it. Solomon fed his wife's stuff and he fell in love with the stuff that much. No him. He was the wisest man in all earth. I mean, what chance we got? He started doing that stuff. Seriously. If you give them enough stuff, their hearts will soften. It won't. Give them enough presents that will give away their hearts will soften. It won't. It won't. It won't. Give them a bigger present. Give them a mere special present their hearts will soften. It won't. The only thing that will soften people's heart is the Holy Spirit convicting them in their hearts and moving into that. Only thing. Only thing. Only thing. So when we're up here talking at the giveaways and you see people and you're like, I can see all the emotion in people. Well, it's, it's, it's packed, so I can't really see everybody's face. But there's enough you're going to touch. Somebody's soil is soft and fertile. The rest will just fall wherever it falls. But what we've done is, is because we're ashamed of the gospel, is, is we get frightened, is, is we start changing the soil because we don't like how they react. Oh, they're no happy. They're no happy. I better give this in a big ice cream sundae. I better wrap this seed up in a big ice cream sundae to make them feel good. All of a sudden now you're corrupting what was perfect. Yes. Now the seed's no power. Now what happens is, is them that were desperate for the, them that was desperate for pure seed are no longer getting it either. Yes. Now you're building everybody up to worship their own God. person sowing that stuff is doing it because here's, here's another reason why we sow that wrong seed that's the fruit you've got that's the fruit you've got you've got an approval fruit you need to be loved and approved yeah seriously you need to be loved and approved you need to be accepted so you probably any old crap <laughs> seriously because you need to be loved and accepted you just probably anything and that's the seed that you end up pouring into your life because you see that you, you pour approval into people's life because, because it's the approval that that's what you crave yourself. Yeah. So you're giving it back the seed that you live for. You're giving it back the fruit that you live for. Yeah. Do, do, do you get, does that make sense? No. Listen, I could do a whole series of this and hopefully maybe in the new year we'll do that. This is a one shot here. You know what I mean? The person who's sown this stuff is doing so because the crop they produced did not grow in good soil in the first place. See, if the seed that gets in you, whatever that is, the word of God that gets in you, see if that didn't fall in good soil and whatever that grew in that, that's what then you will feed to other people. Seen a whole lot of prideful, angry young people, sons and daughters. Seriously, hold on to your heart here. Oh, umbrella. <laughs> I've seen a whole lot of prideful, angry young people for many reasons. One of the main reasons is they've been fed from a thorny branch mother or father. They've been fed from a mother or father who are desperate to be loved. They'll put up with anything. Yeah. See, when you start accepting sin in your home, party's over. Yeah. Yeah. Over. Yeah. Your son and daughter are in a relationship or your daughter in a relationship with a boy and they're no married and you're accepting that in your home. You're accepting sin into your home. Party yeah. over. Party over for them. And the reason you wouldn't say anything, and the reason you wouldn't say anything, because they might not love you. Serious. You've got to reap what you sow. And you'll also sow what you reap. You'll reap what you sow, but you'll also, you can only sow what you reap. You can't sow anything you don't reap. 
prideful, angry, young old people. Many reasons, but one of the main reasons is, is they've been fed for a thorny branch or from a hard heart. Or maybe for an unbeliever. They've been fed for an unbeliever. They've been fed psychology, mumbo-jumbo. Or even for a totally worldly perspective. If that's what they've got fed for, hello? Well, that's the fruit that they're going to live from. Nothing else. And he sow apple seeds and get grapes. <laughs> it's no rocket science, is it? Can he sow apple seeds and get grapes? Can he sow apple? I'll get grapes. Can he sow? He can he sow incorruptible seed from a soil that's damaged. See, when the soil's damaged. You can't sow an incorrupt. You can't sow. You can't sow the purity of that into somebody's life wow. when the soil's damaged, wow. because the soil won't produce the fruit. Okay, let me move on. Jesus goes on and explains these parables. Before I go on, uh, I just want to say this: No, I'm not here to judge. I am not the judge nor jury. I'm only here to share the word of God. And where it lands is where it lands. Yeah. <laughs> End of the day, isn't it? It's where it lands. I, I know how to get a bigger crowd. Just a freck. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. Uh, but some of you have, is what I'm going to say here. Some people here know, and for every single person you, you identify with what I'm going to say in the next 10, 12 minutes as I bring this in, some of you are going to identify with us, and you've got to go, oh no, I'm never going to get well. That, it's not that. It's that you need to really, really pray, and you need to ask God through the Holy Spirit to soften your heart. Yeah. 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 That's what you're going to have to do. Yeah. Uh, then you can get to the next stage of having good seed in your life. Uh, I said at the start that some people have. I've had amazing soil and the, the seeds have just all been wrong that's been fed to their life. So when they come to a church lesson, we start feeding the right seed into their life. All of a sudden, they can't believe how well their life's becoming. The reason that is is because you were absolutely ripe for good seed. You were just ready for the right seed. You'd just been fed the wrong seed. Matthew 13, eh, therefore... Hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in the heart. This is he who received the seed by the wayside. So this is the first type of seed. Them who receive the word of God by the wayside. This is people who are hearts are shut down. Heathens, atheists, hard-hearted. They've been been so trampled on, they don't hear anything. They would just be like... Scripture talks about it as them who stiffen their neck. So when they hear the word of God, they just, they get all tense. And they tense up and they they, they just go all hard. They're so hard-hearted. Just falls by the wayside. Now God's, hear hear this here. Jesus isn't going away and trying to get a combine harvester here. He's just leaving it. What a love in that, isn't it? Oh, come on, we'll soften it. Just that's it. So, just I'll just scatter it on hard ground, that's it. 
And this is maybe people who are no are very hostile to God, hostile to God's ways, very hostile to God's word. Uh, the second seed is there are people. Uh, verse twenty says, "But he who received, honestly, I could, I could spend half an hour on each one, but he received the seed in stony places." This is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation and persecution arises because of the word, he immediately stumbles. This is people that are terrified of sharing God's word because they don't want to hurt people's feelings. That's what this is about. Not only that, this is people who, this would be the charismatics, the emotional people. Not just talking about charismatics and religion, I'm talking about emotional people. These are the emotional types that when they hear anything that's good, they love it. I want to speak to you type of people for a minute. Because there are massive danger for you. You are prime targets for charlatans. You are prime targets for charlatans. You are prime targets for mature, manipulative Christian women. Oh, can you believe I said that? No, I'll say it again. You're prime targets for mature, manipulative, charlatan Christian women. Men as well, but majority of women. And I'll explain some of these are looking like, I have not got a clue what you mean. I'll explain what I mean. Uh, these type of people are very emotional. So they're desperate for love and acceptance. They're desperate for love and acceptance. So their ear is always open. This happens to men as well. Their ear is always open to praise. They're always open to be built up. They're always open to be comforted. The people out there will be miserable comforters, you know what I mean? Because the seed that's in them is really corrupted. And they're actually looking... Look, seriously, let me just say this here because it really just eliminates people, right? Be very, very wary of eh, mature Christians who, who always seem to be around about the worsty, worst people. Yeah. 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 There's a reason, yeah. right? Okay, so you need to be careful with that, yeah. right? What happens is that these people who are needy and vulnerable, their flesh is so attuned to acceptance and approval. And you've got people who are brilliant because you go to remember they're putting out the seed that was fed to them. So they've got a prideful seed. They're full of ego. They're full of this. That's the seed they've got. And what happens is, is that's the seed they feed into people's lives. So they're able to tickle your ears. Them who have ears, let them hear. You've got ears. They tickle your ears. I can't believe they said that to you. I would never say that to you. If they could only see what I see in you. If they could see how special you were. I mean, I can't believe that church doesn't see the quality in you that I've seen in you. Which? Oh, sorry, what did I say there? That's what the Bible calls them, witches. Witches. (laughs) If you could only see how special you are. I can't believe it. You know, no, some of them demonic. Trying to steal your heart by praising you and telling you how wonderful you are. Really, you Real yin, real yin, real yin. The seed, and see the thing is, the enemy is now coming in. And even though you receive that word 
And the reason you receive, can I be telling you, can I tell you something? See where I'm going to go with this? See the second type of person if you're that. You are way ahead of some of the other people. It's, this, isn't, this is not a scripture in order equality seat here or quality soil. I think the fourth one's the worst and wait and I'll tell you why in a minute. See the second seed. I believe that the second seed, these are people who die love God. They do love God. They're just weak. Yeah. Yeah. They, do, they, they hear God's word and they believe it. Yeah. The problem is, is the, 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 there's no depth. Yeah. The soil, there's no depth. So what happens is, is they've been fed a corruptible seed because they've not been fed the pure word. Are, we all, are you all with me here? Yeah. They've not been fed the pure word of God, so they've been fed praise and approval and acceptance. Yeah. So they come to church and they get approval and acceptance and all that stuff. I'm not saying that we should accept people. We're not one about acceptance in that, that sense. But what happens is, is that's became the predominant thing that brings them to church. Yeah. It'll be the predominant thing that will take them right out of this church yeah. in the next month. Yeah. There'll be another church somewhere that will give you that. It just won't be us. It just will not be us. And the reason it won't be us is, the reason it won't be us is, is because it won't help your life. Yeah. It won't help your life. Yeah. And because of that, and because of the flesh, and because of the temptation, and because of the weakness and the desire to be loved and praised and included, you are an own target for the enemy to use someday. Yeah. To come and lavish you with praise and approval that you keep it and then that becomes an insatiable desire for more. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to move on here. I could talk about that for another three years. Yeah. <laughs> the party's over for people with poor coping skills yeah. who don't get their soil right. Yeah. Yeah. This, is what, this is what the word's saying. Yeah. If you've got poor soil and you've got poor coping skills, the because someday, somewhere, the enemy, I promise you, he'll get a hottie someday who will make you feel terrific. Yeah. And you, I'll just make you feel all goose pimply. Look, 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 look at the hairs. Look at the hairs. Look at the hairs. Shows up a lot yeah. in church. A lot in church. A lot. People with a submission problem, the authority in church, it shows up a lot. I'm not talking about submission user special. I just mean, you know what I mean. These people are prime targets for manipulators. Prime targets for men who will promise you the world and not give you anything. Let me use amazing women to hear that. Prime target for that. And I pray that God through his Holy Spirit will soften your soil. That you would spot that for 50 yards in the dark. Verse 22. Now that he received seed among the thorns. This is the worst for me. These are the worst. This is the worst and the most common type of people that get into church and the co- most common seed that's now scattered in modern 21st century church whatever that is this is the most common seed that's getting flung about in this day and age now he received the seed amongst the thorns is he who hears the word and the cares of the world let me just tell you what the cares of the world is it's not the worries of the world the cares of the world means the things that the world used to feel good <laughs> the things that the world used to feel good okay Then the cares of this world and the deceitful riches choke the word and they become unfruitful. Here is one of the most common of all soils that resides 
in Christians and in church. It's the one that really has caused the prosperity gospel to flourish to a whole new level. Uh, this is the heart that is used and uses God's word to enhance their flesh. This is the people who would say they're doing stuff to help people when the truth is they're getting paid for it. Honestly, troubles my spirit deeply. See, when I hear people saying, oh, I love the broken, I love the lost, I love the homeless, I'm like, no, you don't, you get paid for it. Come on, we'll go and date for free. You wouldn't date for free. You're using God's word to manipulate it and abuse it so that you can pursue money and riches and stuff and you think you're going to get a get out of jail free card and no feel guilty because you think you can use a scripture to pursue it. Yeah. Disney work. Party over. These people are the worst of the worst because you know how? They are so deceived that they actually do not know that they're using God's word to pursue the wrong stuff, so therefore very rarely repent. Very rarely repent. They're getting a want a platform to preach. They're not like, seriously, it's money you're after. I'm not saying no more. You understand here. Dead popular this, isn't it? Do you know what? I'm not trying to be popular. My tweet's going to be, get rattled again. Get battered again. Get put in jail again. Get the windies put in in our church again. I'm telling you, we better start getting glad. We better start getting metal shutters on our church. Do you think I'm kidding? Better start getting metal shutters on our church. (laughs) The heart that uses God's word and pretends to care about the broken pretends to care about the world, pretends, being deceived to pretend that you actually care about people. Honestly, I can spot it for 50 yards in the dark just because I don't say it doesn't mean I don't hear it. Yeah. I ha- guess what? Yeah. <laughs> Mines are massive. <laughs> massive. And so will yours, the closer you get to God. You start to grow in love and Listen, this might sound like, where's the love here? This is love. This is love. This is going to set you free. This is real love. Does they feel like the love I just think yet? That was the love. That stuff that made your life misery. Pretendingly deeply care for people. In fact, the only money that they care about. Don't tell me. Don't tell me you love the lost. You get paid to love them. Plenty. Do you love them? Yeah. I'll tell you what, we're doing an outreach project for the next month. Stop doing your work and come out and outreach project. We'll reach a lot. Oh, I can't, I'm working. Exactly. You're doing it because you get paid for it, not because you care for people. Yeah. Don't care. I know you don't care. And that's what I'm the listen, this is how it is. The cares of the world. And so we use God's word as we think we can manipulate, we think we can use God's word to get love and get attention and get a platform and get this will make me famous. The Dove Awards. You heard of the Dove Awards? The Dove Awards is the Christian awards where you give rewards and awards to Christians for writing the best music for being a sinner. What? A red carpet event? 
to honour a Christian for writing a good song about the saviour who saved them? Are you kidding? I've never heard anything insane in my life. Oh, let's praise us for writing a song about being the best sinner. Who gets the award? The, who, who gets the award for the Christian song of the year? Are you kidding? This is this stuff. This is the seat here. Yeah. Who gets the award? Well, the guy who gets the award is the guy when he wrote the song. Most people cried when they heard it. Who picks who wins? Yeah. We understand in the world that, okay, the award goes to Tom Hanks for Forrest Gump, and that's fine, that's in the world, and we have a red carpet event, and we praise the people, and that's what the world does. Yeah. This is not in the church. Yeah. The award for the biggest tither, are you kidding? Award for the biggest time. The award goes to the most generous person, and this is where we're going with this, this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The award for the best person that makes £40,000 a year for reaching the loss, but the person who doesn't get any money for reaching the loss because they date in their spare time, yeah. they don't get anything. Yeah. The award for song. Worship leader of the year. What's next? Preacher of the year? Preacher of the Are you kidding me? Why don't we just have sinner of the year? That'll be next. Sinner of the year. They're just the opposite awards, you know what I mean? Just get grapes and stuff like that. You don't get awards and then and go. Sing it. Worship leader of the year. Yeah. I'm amazing. Jesus saved me. How, you, can you see the insanity? Yeah. Where does that stop? That's, I wrote a tweet about this. And I wrote a, a blog about this. Some of you need to stop unfollow. You need to unfollow me. Uh, <laughs> I wrote a blog about this, and I said you'd be you'd a better chance convincing the world that the, the, the moon's made of cheese yeah. than proving that to be a good idea. Yeah. It's the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. This is the Church of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. We are saved by grace. To serve a God who sacrificed his life for us and we want to get an award. Do you know what your award is? I'm sorry. You're not going to hell. That's as good as it gets. <laughs> Are you home for any mayor? I want mayor. I want God to praise me. You want to come up? The average worship band's coming up. <laughs> come on up, average worship band. Calm, I'll be honest with you, I never even noticed you earlier. <laughs> So insignificant you are. Get me on a mission. Get me on a mission platform. So I'm saying, I've heard it. Listen, don't be deceived, please. Do you think you've got to grow any... See, here's the problem with that stuff, and I'm going to close with this. This is my first close. You need to ask yourself, look in the mirror intently, and ask yourself if it's giving you any more peace. It's no... You're looking in the mirror and telling yourself a big fat lie. You're looking in the mirror and going like, ah, you know what, I'm doing this for people, I'm doing this for the church. No, you know, you're doing it for you. Yeah. I'm doing this because I love God. And you know me, I like, you know me. You know me, I like to do things for people. You try to appease what, guilt here or something? <laughs> guilt is it you're trying to appease? Trying to convince yourself that God, who you can't convince? Do you think Jesus is thick? 
Oh, no, you've not heard that so far the night, but you're hearing it today. I think Jesus is thick. <laughs> I was going to a religious church this morning and the, the, the priest gets up and goes like, I think Jesus is thick. <laughs> no, but seriously, you would think he was thick, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I think he doesn't know your games. I think he doesn't know our games. He knows. And if you're getting convicted, I hope. See, if you're getting convicted here, it's awesome. Because that means that the chances are that you're going to go to the next level of soil. And that means the word of God's going to come into your life. That's all it's for you, which is great. Brilliant. This is a good thing. And it's not the word that's convicting you. It's the Holy Spirit through the word that's convicting you. You've got to get to the next level of soil, which is this. And this is my final close. But he received the seed on the good ground. It's he who hears the word and understands it who indeed bears fruit and produces. Here, here's multiplication of blessings here coming to your life. Produces some hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Good soil allows God's word to produce good and plentiful fruit. This is a blessing. This is the favour. This is the real blessing of men and women of God who dare to surrender their life to Jesus who dare to be vulnerable and come to their knees and get honest about their life. Who allows the Holy Spirit to speak into their life. No shut down. Allows them to soften us and changes. This is what's coming to these people. Multiplied Peace. Multiplied joy. Multiplied goodness. Multiplied, would you hear this? Multiplied long-suffering. What? <laughs> what? What? Yes. Multiplied long-suffering. You're going to be able to handle an awful, awful lot. An awful lot. I mean, like some people can't handle a cracked egg. Then you look at me the right way. He loves me, he loves me not. He loves me, he loves me not. He loves me, he loves me, loves me not. Loves me, loves me not. Loves me, loves me, loves me not. Long suffering. That's amazing. You know the disciples and the apostles had this in abundance. You know, you hear this in church, just let me just say this. You know, you hear so many people in church saying, I'm an apostle. You're a psychopath. <laughs> and I'll tell you why you're a psychopath. To, in order to be an apostle, you would have either had to walk with Jesus, you would have had to have been at the cross when he died. Or been there when he was crucified. The only reason Apostle Paul his class as an apostle is because he walked with them who were there when they were crucified. I hear people in church saying, I'm an apostle. How? Where did you go? 2,120 years of age or something? You're a psycho. You're not an apostle. We're, we're either saints or we're sinners. So, yeah. Multiplied long-suffering, handle lots of stuff. And he's can't handle anything. 
reading, reading, reading. Can't handle anything. Can't handle anything because the seed, the good fruit, is not being produced in good soil. That's why you're sensitive. That's why when somebody doesn't look at you right way, you're ready for a heart attack. That's why you send needy tweets. Oh, I'm going to get killed. I'm going to get killed. Going to get killed. Am I unsure? <laughs> no, no, seriously, I'm unsure. <laughs> you better phone the day. <laughs> if you want that, who's paid off? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I think I may get killed. <laughs> what about this? Multiplied self-control. Multiplied self-control. Who would love to? Who would just love to just be self-controlled? Uh, this is a promise from them whose soil is fertile. Thanks for listening to this podcast from Hope United. You can stay connected with us through our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram pages.